People have gathered around ideas since the beginning of time, each successful collaboration pushing innovation forward, building a stronger future. Motorist Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance have combined decades of experience to create an even better one-stop shop for agents and policyholders, encircling businesses and individuals with coverage at every step in life's journey. We are now in Cova Insurance. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Alright everyone, welcome to this week's edition of the New Japan PuroCast, your weekly audio source for all things in the world of New Japan Pro Wrestling. My name is Colin Miller, being joined alongside, as always, by Mr. Damon McDonald. It is Sunday, November 6th, 2016, and Damon, we have got a lot to talk about here today. Uh, yesterday was the big power struggle show, which took place in front of a sold-out crowd in Osaka at the Edian Arena, and we're going to talk about some PuroCast year-end awards today. We're going to talk a little World Tag League, so we've got a, a mixed bag for you here today, ladies and gentlemen. That's a big bag. <laughs> How are we going to carry all this? I'm exhausted at just the thought of this. Uh, yeah, we, we have a shit ton to talk about. Seems like uh, little drips and drabs of news throughout the week. Um, some good, some less than stellar news. Um, we have big shows. We have big announcements. We have uh, year-end awards. Uh, and quite honestly, we we're going to review a show here that going into it, all right, we were kind of somewhat excited, right? I think by our number scale that we usually do our previews. But I think it turned out to be a real good fucking show, Colin. I agree, and you know what? I really think that the Osaka crowd put this show over the top. They help. They always help. I think that they were hot from beginning to end. It's funny because, you know, that's 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 turned into a Naito crowd real quick. It did um, with his Los Ingobernables stuff, and they're they're just good. They're just a real solid pro wrestling town. It's just just a solid pro wrestling town. Isn't it weird how there is that all over the world? Like, even in the United States, there's towns that are just notorious for being pro wrestling towns. Philly, obviously, Chicago. Yep. Um, New York but City. Then there's, yeah, but then there's certain towns where it's just like, oh, my God, they just, they just stink. Um, and, and again, I think all over the world has that. And I, I, don't know what, I don't know what that is. I don't know if it's a blue-collar mentality. I don't know if it's a sporting mentality. I just think it's weird how that is. Um, and, and definitely – you could see that it's like night and day between some shows with these new Japan crowds and Osaka. Osaka's always that crowd that people look forward to wrestling in front of. And I, I like watching the shows. I watch paint dry in Osaka. It's exciting. <laughs> and according to our friends over at Puduresuspirit.net, this show took place in front of an audience of 5,050, which I believe is considered super no vacancy for this arena. They had signs outside the building basically saying thank you for you know, filling the building because uh, 
ain't no more tickets left. And I don't know what the secondary market looks like. I don't know if there's like a scalping market. I'm sure there is. But um, and, uh, yeah, sold out, which is nice. Again, it's not the biggest building in Osaka, mind you. But anytime you sell out something, it creates a buzz. It creates energy. It creates excitement for the product. So, yeah, uh, I'll, ne I'll never hand wave a sellout. <laughs> never. So, um, no, good stuff. Good. Alrighty, so what do you say we get right into it and kick it off with the pre-show match. So this was an eight-man tag featuring the team of Yuji Nagata, Manubu Nakanishi, and Kanemitsu, excuse me, six-man tag, versus Hiroyoshi Tenzan, Satoshi Kojima, and Juice Robinson. MVP of the match for you? MVP of the match, you know what? I think I'm going to say Juice Robinson. Yeah. And we've been saying that a lot, haven't we now? We have. He's, we said it last he, week. Yeah. He's he's really the spark plug in these multi-man matches. And it's almost gotten to the point where we're looking forward to seeing Juice in it. And I think the company recognizes that, him getting the big win here, right? He got the fall. Um, there's a lot of veterans that could have gotten that fall. Easy, easily, right? It was him. And the chemistry that he has with uh, Nakanishi is, uh, you know, listen, I was the first to kind of dismiss it. I was the first to kind of say, mm, it's not my thing. It doesn't make much sense to me. I don't get it. What's going on? Why this? It all makes sense. It all makes sense. And I, and again, we've, we, we kind of amended our ways in the sense of, you know, we, we laid the boots to juice. I think it's fair to say, Colin, right? We did. But you know what? When you made that cupcake analogy a few weeks back, I think that that really clicked with a lot of people. It really resonated with a lot of people. And it was the truth. Juice has really been learning and honing his craft and just building up and building up. And we, we, we've gotten a lot of cupcakes from him. Since then, <laughs> we, we have we've gotten a few cupcakes, delicious cupcakes. Um, and again, six man tags. It's 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 hard to squeeze in a lot of stuff in a six man tag, uh, especially when on the other side, you know, you're you're with two veterans, obviously, but also a young lion that is green as fucking hell. Let's be honest here. Yeah, you know, he's he's not. He's, to me, Kenny Mitsu is who we're referring to here. Yes. Uh, something not there with me. It's, there's something not there. I don't know if it's his over-eagerness. I don't know if it's, uh, I don't want to say overselling with the facial expressions. Um, he just seems like he's just got all this nervous energy and rightfully so. I mean, why not? You know, he's, you know, he has a handful of matches for crying out loud. I don't know right now. I'm, I'm, I'm fair to partly cloudy. Kenny Mitsu. I don't know your feelings. Well, I think it's just a matter of, we need to give him time. I mean, we said the same thing about juice Robinson when he first came in. I mean, well, yeah, but you said a little bit more of, uh, you know, of a developmental. And again, it was uh, on the other side of the ocean, mind you. But right. he like if I'm ranking these young lions to me, kind of admits he was kind of at the bottom of the pack. Give it time, Damon. Give it time. I, I'm impatient. 
I want a superstar. <laughs> right out of the bat, you want Okada Jr. I want Goldberg. <laughs> Maybe they could start want, a chant. Can yeah, I meet Sue? Everybody. Yeah, come on. I want them to like to have sparklers hitting them in the head. Jerk. All right, very good. Um, but Juice was was definitely a highlight. Who else was a highlight? Nakanishi again. Yeah, Nakanishi. You know, when you put him in these uh, opening match pre-show cards and you stick him in there with Nagata, he he is really a highlight. Colin, he's climbing ropes again. And the I know. crowd's encouraging him. And I'm like, don't do it. <laughs> Get the fuck off the top rope. You're going to hurt yourself. People love it, somebody. though. Huh? People love it. They, oh, listen, I, I guess I love it, but it's just... You don't have to do all that, but he does it, and you know you got to tip your cap to him. He's 107 years old, doing cross body blocks on Juice Robinson. Hey, Damon, for, former Olympian. I know, former Olympian. This was fine. This was okay. This was, this was bordering on threes, right? This was this was a decent opener. I can't complain for what it was. I was thrilled that Juice got a pinfall here. Obviously, they're they're looking for big things out of Juice in 2000. And what are we going into, 17, 18? We are going into 2017, oh, my friend. Oh, my God. Time flies. Well, I'm sure they're looking for big things out of them. These, these, these are the steps that help build the blocks in people's minds to say, okay, Juice Robinson is a mid-card star. And then the next level of upper mid-card star. And then the next level of star. And we'll see what happens. That's right. Yeah, this was your basic five-minute pre-show opener six-man tag juice robinson picking up the win you know you know that what the name of his finisher is damon Ah, uh, somebody told me it. um it's the unprettier isn't it yes it is the unprettier however he calls it the pulp friction get it <laughs> get it <laughs> i do uh yeah I, I i again one of my biggest pet peeves in all of pro wrestling is you know, if it if the move's a fucking DDT, it's a DDT. It's not the, you know, the Viagra splash or whatever. I don't <laughs> the <know>. Vi- <laughs> That's gonna be your finisher. In like I'm watching football because because I got a football game on in the background, and I just look up, <laughs> and that's the commercial that's on. So that, that's my finisher. You son of a bitch. I all right. Yep. Move Ju- on. Yep. Juice Robinson picking up the win on Kanemitsu. So there you go. Nice little uh, five-minute pre-show six-man tag. Now we move on to the first official match of Power Struggle, and this is your eight-man tag here, featuring the team of Jushin Thunder Liger, Tiger Mask, Ricochet, and David Finley taking on Ryusuke Taguchi, Angel De Oro, Titan, and Fuego of CMLL like this match, Colin. Yeah. I like this match a lot. Look, I, we said it last week. If there was some way these CMLL guys could kind of stick around a little bit longer, I'd be all over. I'd be a full floor. Full force. Absolutely. Into it. And they packed a lot in in five minutes and 30 seconds. Christ, you think so? Yeah, they did. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, look at the guys that are in the ring. You got some of the best flyers in the business. Teton. Uh, Fuego. Ricochet. All right, maybe not Tiger Mask anymore, but, but well, you get my point, right? Jushin uh, Thunder Liger. <laughs> I know. Okay. You know, listen. <laughs> He's not flying that much. But it was this was really great. Finish was fantastic, I thought. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, David Finley and uh, Ricochet picking up the win after their version of More Bang for Your Buck. And I believe they call that the uh, Kamikaze Shooting. <laughs> Do that, they really? Yes, that is the name of the finisher. Good Lord. How does anybody remember all this shit? Oh, it hurts my head. I don't know, but uh, that, that, that is their version of More Bang for Your Buck. Uh, Finley getting the cover on Fuego. I think I think lots of people are into that fuego, right? Oh yeah. I think if, like like the 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 idea of a fuego uh, Taguchi tag team in in the future, I think people are excited for that. They love the dance. They love the little. Oh my God! Do you remember? You might have blocked this from your memory, but they're doing the ring introductions, and you know how they can't do the standard music, the actual music. Yeah. Yeah. For copyright. And that Mexican 8-bit music that was being played was like somebody had like a Casio keyboard and there was like a Mexican setting and they pressed the button. It was horrific. That was amazing. It was amazingly horrific. Like, it was it was just unbelievably awful. Um, something has to be done about that. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was, it was like, it was like, go to your favorite Mexican restaurant and the music, the stereotypical Mexican music that they would play, but turn it into like an eight bit version, turn it like into a Nintendo 64 version of this It's crazy, uh, Fuego again, highlight, uh, Titan highlight, uh, Ricochet, of course is Ricochet and he gets in the ring. Excitement level goes up. This was a good match. A great way to kick off. You know, when, when he, when they kick off these shows with the juniors and the, and their ideas to get the crowd going and get the energy up and get the, this is, this is, this is what they want. Like this is, this is exactly the type of match that you're looking for in this. Love it. Totally cool with it. Good, good stuff. Absolutely. And now we move on to what I think both of us can agree on was the surprise of the night, the pleasant surprise of the night for the IWGP tag team titles. We, the champions, the gorillas uh, of destiny. Wait a, minute. wait a minute. I think you're skipping a match. You're skipping Takahashi. You are you're right. I am skipping Takahashi. I apologize for that. So because like, you're sitting there talking <laughs> about excitement and you're sitting there talking and I'm like, what the fuck is Colin talking about? <laughs> you're right. <laughs> because... I'm skipping a six-man tag featuring the team of Togi Makabe, Tomowaki Honma, and Yoshitatsu taking on Yujiro Takahashi, Chase Owens, and the Bone Soldier. Now, okay, so so Takahashi comes out, and remember how the Godfather would do that gimmick where like he would just come out and like he'd be, do the whistle. He'd, he'd be acting like everything was okay. And like the fans would be booing, and then he'd be he'd you know he'd put that face on like huh let's go, and then he'd kind of raise his finger oh yeah that's right I forgot and he'd go back yeah, ninety <laughs> women in the back I forgot <laughs> sitting gorilla that's yeah. kind of what Takahashi did here he came out with two uh, lovely gals and then he went back and then he comes out with two more that were in like sort of I don't want to say gear. dominatrix gear they did have yeah. whips. Uh, I would go full-fledged dominatrix. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm familiar with the genre. <laughs> I bet you I'm, are. Yeah, I'm putting them in the dominatrix uh, genre, in the bucket. Uh, yeah, they had whips. They had uh, heels that they couldn't walk in, and boots. They couldn't even get in the ring. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was a sight, all right. It certainly was. Speaking of sights, Colin, how about that bone soldier, huh? Cubone or Marowak. 
as oh, I like to call him. Fucking dreadful. Just consistently and constantly shit. Unbelievable garbage. I can't. I there people are just just run amok with the negative adjectives used to describe this Yoshitatsu bone soldier monstrosity. Now you know why I skipped over this match. <laughs> you, were, you were running for the hills. These this is just uh, when what's this? What when can we finally? Uh, say that Yoshitatsu is is done. When this whole idea of him being around, I, I again the neck injury, I understand. Uh, so, but wh- when can we kind of turn the table? Not turn the table, but turn the corner and just admit that he is not a fit for this promotion. I think and- I, I I remember us in I don't know how many shows back we were talking about this very same subject, and we kind of came to the mutual conclusion that it's almost a way for Yoshitatsu to still be one of the boys and to mm. still have that camaraderie in the locker room, to still be involved, but not on a, uh, a a grand scale, shall we say. I mean, you have to admit, if Yoshitatsu is going to be in New Japan Pro Wrestling, I mean, this is probably the slot for him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, I think you are absolutely correct in the sense of, I don't want to say this is a favor, but this is definitely taking care of one of the boys, right? Because there's really no logical way, right? Nobody cares about him. Nobody gives a shit. And yeah, you're right. This is the slot that he he very well should be in regardless. Correct. Bone Soldier, Captain New Japan. This is embarrassingly awful in the sense of consistently constantly consecutively a lot of c words the worst match on the show by a country mile it's involving this clown it was so bad i tried to skip it <laughs> it it's bordering on it's so bad you got to watch it Right, I feel bad for Makabe and Holma too because think about it. I mean, last year they won the World Tag League, they were IWGP Tag Champs, and now they're teaming up with Yoshitatsu and taking on the uh, the C level Bullet Club members. We have our Pure Cast Awards that we're going to talk about, and one of those is the the listeners' least favorite pro wrestler. Colin, I would be shocked, and I think there's only one guy that's in it's uh, that's even close. To Bone Soldier being the worst. I think he is a slam fucking dunk. Right? What did I say to you last night in my, ahead, in my text message? <laughs> yeah, I'll read it off. I, I can, you I can, you grab can read it. it off. Let me see if I can just quickly grab it. Colin, there we are. Uh, this was a, actually very good. I did enjoy this. I laughed out loud. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> this better be good because oh here it is. Bone Soldier will win the popular vote, but Tonga will capture the Electoral College. <laughs> That's my prediction for the uh, Pure Cast Year End Awards for listeners' uh, least favorite wrestler. He's he's gonna win a, a slam dunk. It's the T-shirt and the cargo pants and the and the it's it literally looks like 
weekend pro wrestler in the middle of Augusta, Georgia. No offense to Augusta, Georgia. Augusta, Georgia. Wow. Where did you pull that from? I have no idea. <laughs> I really don't. Um, I'm sure there are yes. fine people who live there. Yeah, I'm not saying anything bad about the people. I'm saying that that in a major pro wrestling promotion, arguably the number two promotion in the world, you got that. That. It, it just looks and feels unprofessional. Would you say it, that that this is one of those matches? You know how, like... Um, there, there are there are certain matches and there are certain things that go on in the world world of pro wrestling that you'll be watching just because it's on, and then someone will walk in the room and you'll be so embarrassed and feel so ashamed. Nah, it's the, more that's more comedy stuff. Like when, when the comedy stuff hits, okay. that's where I'm cringy. Okay, this is just this just looks like bad pro wrestling. This is close it, to that though. It's just bad pro wrestling. Like. Honestly, if, if if somebody were like, all right, let me sit down and, and watch pro wrestling and get into it, and you know, and, right. and this match was on, I'd be like, ah, this is not a good example. That's kind <laughs> of what I'm getting at. Right, yeah, this is not a good example, which is pretty amazing because, you know, it's not like Captain New Japan just fell off the turnip truck, right? He's, he's been around a while. He's been around a long time. Uh, I just find it fucking amazing how terrible he is and i told i texted uh, eric our good friend eric from the classic board i was like if i gotta sit through a bone soldier match at the tokyo dome god god help me god help me oh i believe that you said that you would let yourself uh, on <laughs> let myself on fire i believe it was my exact quote yes uh but no i mean it's just i why are we wasting our time talking about this it's you know what it is i don't know what's fun <laughs> like Fun to kick new Captain New Japan because he really is the company whipping boy now, and uh, hands down he is my least favorite pro wrestler right now. You're absolutely right though. I I, I think that it's going to be no contest for lis- listeners' least favorite wrestler, Bone Soldier Captain New Japan, whatever you want to call him. He's going to win by a landslide, I am sure. Uh, this match ended with Yujiro hitting the DDT on Yoshitatsu. He calls that pimp juice, by the way. Just uh, fun. <laughs> Fun fact. So, uh, yeah, the Bullet Club picking up the win there. Yeah, and, 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 and Yoshitatsu taking the fall, right? I yeah, think that's well, significant, too. Damon, Yoshitatsu in this World Tag League, he's going to come back in a big way. He's got a... We're, we're going here now? We don't want to do no, this now? No, right. no, no. We're, we're... No, no, no. Let's do it now because okay, you, you fucking want... brought it up. You All right. got me riled up over it. All right. You want to get it out of the way? All right. Get, the, get it. The, and I swear I won't take more than two seconds. Uh, maybe a minute. Maybe three minutes. All right, so we all know that the World Tag League is uh, coming up, running from November 11th through December 10th, and it was announced that Yoshitatsu's tag team partner for the World Tag League is none other than Rockabilly himself, the one, Mr. Ass, Billy Gunn. What the fuck is this promotion thinking? What the Who's bright? fucking idea was this help 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 me understand they should bring in bart too (laughs) i'm i'm my head exploded look i understand it's the world tag league i i understand no in the calendar year this is really the time that most people if they can they check out they tune out nobody no it's you know, it, it is what it is. You're 
and I understand this is a, a, a tag team that's there to take pinfalls and to lie down and to put people over and all that horseshit. Of all the fucking people you could bring in, you decided to spend money on a guy. If I'm not mistaken, this is his first tour of Japan. You're going to spend money and invest any, I don't care if it's a dime, on a 50-some-odd-year-old Billy Gunn, who's really, his his peak, if we want to call it that, his peak, 90s. 90s WWF, E, whatever you want to call it. There are at least 20 guys I can name off the top of my head who could fill that void and would be thrilled to do it. How many indie guys, how many, you know, mid somewhat on the cusp of getting a breakthrough and a shot and a chance that would jump and chomp at the bit for this opportunity. And this is the place to do it. That would, yeah, that would lie down every single fucking night. That would jump at the opportunity. Billy Gunn, to a guy who means zilch. He means nothing, Colin, in Japan. Zero. You you brought him in. What in the fuck are they thinking? Help me understand. And again, I have no answer for this. I understand it's the world tag. Again, I don't don't give me that. The biggest problem I have is that that spot could have been filled by someone who is trying to make a name for himself, is trying to be something, who is just needs a break. There are tons of talented people out there. You mean that you couldn't pull a talented guy from Rev Pro? You mean you couldn't pull a talented guy from Ring of Honor? You mean, I mean, there's countless people you could pick from. Billy fucking Gunn? Come on. I don't get it. It's not popping the house. Nobody's buying a ticket for Billy Gunn. He must know somebody. He's got to know somebody. Somebody. This is again. I don't know the circumstances, but I'm. I my. I'm just of all the people, Colin. If I said there's an open spot for the World Tag League for Yoshi Tatsu's partner, and I said name thirty pro wrestlers that are unsigned that could fill that void. Would Billy fucking Gunn be on that list? Billy Gunn would probably... No. <laughs> <laughs> right. Where did they come up with the the name Billy Gunn? Why? I don't understand. And here's another thing. This just, this just, just tightens the grip on something I definitely don't want to see, and I'm a little nervous, Colin. Uh-oh. What? I don't want to see that Cody Rhodes at the Tokyo Dome. You know what? I I want to say that there's no chance that you're going to see that. Yeah. However, is there a chance Billy Gunn might be in the World Tag League? <laughs> yes, there is. As, uh-huh. as a matter of fact, he's in the World Tag League, and I, I, I'd, I'd like to be able to tell you that you're not going to see Cody Rhodes at the Tokyo Dome, but I think that there's a chance you're going to see Cody Rhodes at the Tokyo Dome because, hey, you remember that list that he made after he left WWE? Remember I who's, certainly do. Whose name was on that list? Yeah, uh, yeah. It begins with a K. It ends in an S. Yep. None other than Mr. Katsuyori Shibata. Yeah. 
look, I have no problem seeing that at like an, uh, you know, a, a, Ring, a Ring of Honor show, maybe. But not at the Dome, man. No, certainly not, not at, at the, the Tokyo Dome. Dome. And again, I, I, nothing has been announced and nothing is, is set in stone and nothing has been chiseled in granite. Makes you think, though, doesn't it? It makes you worry that if they're going to pull the fucking trigger on Billy Gunn, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna card out a, a Cody Rhodes, and Cody Rhodes is doing okay for himself on the Indies. I haven't seen Look, any of his matches on the Indies, actually. Actually, I saw the one with Liger, and it wasn't that bad. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. Uh, and, he, and again, it's just I don't. Uh, I'm I I'm just at a loss as to what made them think this was a good idea for anyone involved. And again, this is the same promotion who used China. This is the same promotion who used Jeff Jarrett. So those head-scratching moments, they're there, right? Even Jeff Jarrett's a little more uh, (laughs) respectable than... Billy Gunn? Yeah. (laughs) All right, so given where Jeff Jarrett was on the show, I mean, let's go back in time here. This is the same clown who, you know, Guitar shots Tanahashi, right? And then he's At in the, the six-man tag. Yeah, I mean, look, he was put in a very significant role, it felt like, and a lot of people were scratching their heads. And again, I understand it was the global force thing that never really materialized all that shit. What's worse, this or Billy Gunn? Oh, Billy Gunn. Because I'll really? tell you what, if there's I think one... Jarrett was really... You think, no, 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 and, and I'll explain why. Look... Okay. If there is one thing that this whole Global Force Wrestling did that was good, it got a lot of people into New Japan Pro Wrestling. With the Bullet Club shit? No, with, with them putting Wrestle Kingdom on pay-per-view. On pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one thing. He did hustle. I will say that. Jarrett Hustle, he was on, like, leading up to this show, he was on a lot of radio, like yeah. traditional radio, and he did Absolutely. a lot of promotion for it. So I, I do, do you got to give him props for that. But him in ring was just, like, ridiculous. No. But that was very high on the card, man. That was very that was very high profile. This doesn't, this isn't as profile to me, as high profile. It's the World Tag League, again, a lower-tiered team. It's just, man, it just rubs me the wrong fucking way. There are plenty of guys. How about Donovan Dijak? Sure. Yeah, he he, he mean, had a good match with Elgin at the uh, Field of Honor. He had a real good match. I mean, we, we couldn't bring in Dalton Castle. Oh, I, I would have I would have loved that. Okay, and I'm not the biggest Dalton Castle guy, right? I, I would take that over, over Billy Gunn. I, I don't know, man. It just felt... And, and again, you could go down the Ring of Honor roster. You can go down uh, you know, the Indie the World roster. There are a lot of unsigned guys out there that are very talented. Rev Pro, I'm sure, has a handful. I don't know. There's just, and I, I, I don't want to beat the dead horse, man. But the fuck are they thinking? You know this- who? You know who my mom's favorite tag team was growing up? <laughs> it was the Smoking Guns. Really? She, 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 like, she like the cowboy look. Huh? She loved the Smoking Guns. Let me tell yeah? you. Yeah. I'm trying to think back of my mom. What she fucking liked. <sighs> No, she well, she also know. liked Duke the Dumpster Drozzy. Really? Yes. Like like in a in a hot guy way? Yeah, I think so. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I think my mom liked the honky tonk man, actually. Uh, <laughs> all right. My mom was a kook. <laughs> dope. Well all right. Good. Thus thus ends our uh, Billy Gunn World Tag League rant. 
Um, I, I needless to say, I don't I don't think either of us are too uh, too excited nor pleased about that announcement. But I went on for twenty. What do you think? I mean, am I insane? No, no, you're 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 not insane. But in a, in a weird way, that announcement didn't surprise me. Really? Yeah, in a weird way. I don't I don't know what it is. I don't know why it didn't surprise me. You know, there was clamoring that he he was coming in. I, I, when it was announced, it, something rattled in my head. Like, yeah, didn't he say he was coming in for the tag league? Yeah, I think I he, he tweeted it or something like that. Maybe we even mentioned it on the show. Right. I, I, I feel like he tweeted it or mentioned it or something. And I think because of like the Jeff Jarrett stuff and all that, I think that's why it, it, it wasn't like a, a shocker to me. If, I don't know uh, what their fascination is with these these – you know, older, and I put this in air quotes. You know, WWE legends. I don't. I don't understand. Could you imagine if Billy no. Billy Gunn shows up and he's like the most over thing? Like <laughs> the place just goes bizarre. <laughs> to sell out every show. Could I'm you... sitting here like a fucking jerk off. <laughs> Billy Gunn tweets us, "What a jerk off! Hey, fuck you!" <laughs> hey, stranger <laughs> things have happened. Certainly have. All right, there you go. There's our Billy Gunn talk. Can, uh, can we talk about this tag team match now? Yes, Ken. I'm sorry because I bad. really want to get into this for the I IWGP tag team titles. The Gorillas of Destiny defending against Tomohiro Ishii and Yoshihashi. This was as close to what that the kind of match that I was talking on the show last week that I'd like to see them have. This was pretty close to what I was looking for. Man, this was hands down the best G.O.D. match that I think you and I have seen since this team formed. And, of course, that is due in large part to their opponents. Of course, Tomohiro Ishii, enough said. Yoshihashi, solid hand in him. But uh, I, I, I think that even, even Tonga Loa did not look bad in this match. I think that he showed a lot of fire. I was I was blown away with this match. I was watching this match. I was a little bit ahead of you watching this show. You were. So, we, we were watching at the same time, but you were a few matches ahead. Correct. And I, I think I texted you four or five times saying, I can't believe what I'm seeing. Yeah, and I didn't know this what you were talking about either. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I thought you were watching porn or something. Like, <laughs> I can't call. believe I can't believe what I'm seeing. <laughs> that way in there? Um... <laughs> um with a broomstick, <laughs> Kenny Omega. What? Um, it, this match, I in the in the year of our Lord here in uh, no, on November sixth, uh, two thousand and sixteen. Colin, I don't know if you know that. I do. I didn't originally. I really thought it was seventeen for for a moment, but it's sixteen. My point being is this: I'm sitting here, having just watched a unbelievable a match that i would say if you haven't watch it it's that good and it involved gorillas of destiny a tag team that we have been thumbs downing since the minute they rolled out in their face paint and their camouflage pants this match was fucking great great and again, Colin, you made a good point. A lot has to do with the people that they were in the ring with, people that the fans cared about, the Osaka crowd once again getting into it, right? Yoshihashi, who has been on fire, Tomohiro Ishii, who quite frankly has had a wrestler of the 
year kind of year. Damn right. Right? A lot of the credit has to go to them because we, we've sat through plenty of uh, Makabe and, uh, and, and Honma GBH matches. We've sat through Briscoe's matches. We've, we've seen it all. It's that team that pulled out the best and carried the load. But I will say this, that G.O.D. had to follow their lead, and they did an outstanding fucking job. This match was great. The near falls had me. I was, I was, I was, I was hooked, hook, line, and sinkered on each of these. I was into it. Again, not five, high fours, mid fours, mid fours. I'd go mid fours. I'm going at least four stars. Yeah, yeah. It breaks the four. It breaks the four threshold. I don't. I, I don't want to be too generous, just because I think part of this is our shock, quite frankly, at how good that this match was. I agree. And as it got better and better, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I think you're exactly right. I think a lot of it has to do with the, like you're, you're kind of graded on a scale of, of their past performances right. to what they accomplished in this match. Okay. So let me ask you this. You okay with a Yoshihashi Ishi tag? Yeah, I, th- I thought that they worked great together. And I think that, okay, so you know how I like, you know, these big, uh, like, mean guy tag teams, like, uh, for example, like Ishii and Goto. I think they would fit that bill. I almost like the, the, the contrast of styles between Ishii and Yoshihashi because on one side you've got Ishii who's just going to come in there and just beat the living shit out of you and brain buster you and chop the hell out of you and then you got Yoshihashi who has a different style than that you know this guy's busting out hurricane ranas and you know uh I I like the contrast of styles between them so I'm okay um with them as a tag team doesn't look like they're going to get a shot though right taking the fall here Yoshihashi right right so I mean I I mean as as New Japan goes, that would pretty much eliminate them from contention unless they win this tag league, right? Right. All right. So, you know, maybe that's maybe that's going to come and go, right? Maybe that tag team's going to come and go, which is, you know, I would be I would be okay seeing a little bit more of that. I was perfectly fine with that. Let's talk a little bit about God. All right, let's talk about God. I think that they did a lot of cool uh, uh, double teams here in this match. I think they again. They did a nice they, double drop kick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That whole sequence was really nice. Come, uh-huh. we've sat here and we've, you know, each show, each major show, and each you know week we do this show, we talk about God, and the words that come out of our mouth were, and and and, and are and is whatever verb tense we're talking here. Best God performance so far. We keep saying that. Best G.O.D. performance so far. Well, this was the best G.O.D. performance by far. Now, again, understand that the bar was pretty fucking low. I was just about to say that. (laughs) Right. The bar was low. But progression, progression, progression. Each time we're seeing them, especially in recent shows, we're saying it a lot. Best match. Best G.O.D. match. Best G.O.D. match. Best G.O.D. match. Pongaloa looked better. Pongaloa looked better. Yeah, we, I mean, we have been saying that. So, in all fairness, as much as we like to shit all over G.O.D., consistently, Not each literally. week... <laughs> well, maybe, maybe, speak for yourself, Colin. <laughs> um, 
you know, it's uh, it's good to see. It's good to see. Listen, they're not, they're not the fucking Midnight Express. <laughs> they're not. Uh, they're not the smoking guns. <laughs> right. Well, certainly. No, they're better. Um, <laughs> but I think I think that needs to be pointed out that each and every week we do this show, and and then there's a show that we've got to review. We're 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 pleasantly surprised with what God's delivering. So good on them. To me, best match of the show. Right. Best match of the any- show? Yeah. Really? I think so. Yeah, I think so. I just, if you want to say that was the best tag team match of the show, sure. But uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Sonata was the best match on this card. I'm going to be honest. You like this match more than Tanahashi versus Sonata? I, I, wow. I think it did. Damon, that's, I'm surprised. I mean, and, and I liked, and we'll talk a lot about it in a second, but I really enjoy, well... I think part of this really is the shock. The shock, yeah. I was just about to say, maybe it's just me be, not believing what I'm seeing. Yeah, all right. It, but it's up there. It's it's. I think it's neck and neck, and it really depends on what side of the bed you wake up on. This is a... this is, Guys, I'm telling you, this is a great tag match, a great match, and G.O.D.'s involved. This Watch is definitely it. worth checking out. Yeah, without question. Yep, so G.O.D. picking up the win after hitting Guerrilla Warfare on Yoshihashi. And we saw yet another very good tag team match. Uh, This was the finals for the uh, best of the uh, Super Junior Tag Tournament. We had Rapongi Vice taking on Ishimori and ACH. Um, I thought that this was a very good match. A little disappointed that Ishimori and ACH didn't pick up the win here just because, you know, I I said it for the past two weeks. I think these guys are probably my current favorite junior tag team. Um, I'm also surprised at the fact that I I think last week I even predicted that this would be the implosion of Rapongi Vice. But they picked up the win here. And it uh, looks like they're going to the Dome to uh, take on the Young Bucks. Yeah. First of all, a couple surprises. Well, you know, it really shouldn't have been a surprise in this sense of, you know, Rapongi's a New Japan tag team. And at the end of the day, ACH and Ishimori are a NOAA tag team. And plus, we um, don't know what's going to happen with this NOAA sale, you know, if we're going to continue to see NOAA talent in New Japan. Yeah, or how that's going to pan out. Um, so, again, there's a, there, there is that issue of, you know, the the uh, one side of the wall versus the other. So, you know, maybe we should have... Uh, look, I I, pref- I like watching Ishimori and ACH, so maybe that's where my, my heart was. Um, maybe my head should have been there a little bit more. Um, I thought the match was good. I thought the match was good. I thought it was uh, very good. Yeah. Um, I think the crowd was a little bit... I don't want to say they got burnt out by the match before it i don't necessarily want to say that but it did seem like you know, it, again it is weird how the again we talk about the wall of noah and and new japan and there really is that when you at these shows and you can see it where they don't really get into unless you're a big name you're a marafuji goshizaki you're not going to get the reaction from a new japan crowd crowd if you're a Noah guy um, or perceived as a Noah guy. You know what I mean? Like, it just feels like 
I don't want to say they don't know who they are, but they don't get the they get, let's put it this way. To me, it felt like they got more of a Jay Lethal reaction than a um, Young Bucks reaction. That, that that's fair sense? to say. That's fair to say. You know what I mean? So, uh, I, to me, that's that's my only downfall. I think the match itself was really good. I think ACH has had a wonderful time in in New Japan um, and this tournament. They paired him up with like the, the the perfect partner, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, well, they were doing some stuff in Noah a little bit earlier than 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 this, so they kind of got used to and comfortable working with each other. I think he was the shining star of this uh, tag tournament. I thought that he did a really great job. Well done, and. Uh, to me, it feels like, again, depending upon where we go with this Noah thing and the buyout uh, from an IT company, Colin, an IT company being involved in Noah. Interesting. Uh, don't know where that leads uh, the, the partnership, so we'll see. Maybe they'll that, have an app. <laughs> maybe, yeah. You know what? Maybe they can build an app. That would be a really, uh, a really uh, smart move on their part. Um, Wouldn't it, though? But, yep. And I think the biggest shock of this whole uh, thing was, Colin— when the Young Bucks came out, and it wound up being a uh, a single tag match. I We're still don't believe that, though, Damon. I <laughs> yeah, still I don't either. look. We've got a lot of shows that are happening between now and the Dome. We've got the. I I, I have a feeling between now and the Dome, probably at um, some of those Winter Cork and Hall shows. We're, we're going to see some other teams involved here. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if ACH and Ishimori come out and say, "Hey, we we defeated you." During yeah. the Super Junior Tag Tournament, so technically, you know, yeah. we, we we deserve a title shot as well, even though we didn't win the tournament. I wouldn't be surprised either. I, I, I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, and here's the thing too: there's a lot of talented tag teams that are kind of lost, you know, that aren't going to be involved. They have you to know, get them on the show somehow. They, you would think. Um, now, again, usually Red Dragon fills that void, but. Uh, I don't think that's going to be the case this year. Nope. But um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a three-way or a four-way. It winds up being and be shot. Even even Matt Jackson, <laughs> <laughs> you know, when they when they challenged and the Rapongi Vice got on the mic and uh, I believe the line was, "Well, you know how this is going to end, fatal four-way, <laughs> right?" Yep. Uh, so even they made light of that situation. So we'll see. Um, are you excited for a, a Young Bucks Rapongi Vice title match at the Dome? Look, I'll say this. If they do keep it a singles tag match, I think it'll be great. I think it'll be a great match. Okay. I don't know if it's going to be great. I I think it's going to be good. I hope it's going to be great. What, what, what the fuck? It'll be great. I mean, Maybe look, it's going to be Look, look, look at the talk. talent that we have involved. I know. Maybe I'm just kind of... I don't know. I think it's because you've... I mean, these guys have been around for so long and you've seen them for so long that you've kind of grown a little numb to them maybe. That's probably closer to the truth than anything else. Uh, all four talented. I just, I don't know. Uh, a Young Bucks for Pungy Vice match, i got to be honest with you, it doesn't do a lot for me. On, on, on paper, it doesn't do a lot, but I'm sure it'll be a fine match. Yep, 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 I'm sure. I'm, and who, who are we kidding? We're not going to get that. It's going to be a four-way. Right, exactly. What do we care? <laughs> it's going to be a four-way. Uh, next match for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight title, we have the champion Bushi defending against Kushida. Now, Damon, what was this their, was this their third match that they've had so far this year? Was it third or fourth? It, the, I think this might be four. Point I, either be, way. Point yeah. being, they, they've had a lot of matches this year. And I'm sorry. There's something about these two guys. They they just don't have a great chemistry together. Like this this match was okay, but really I thought it was I thought this was a good match. 
What, did, what yeah. didn't you like? I don't know. I don't know. Something about the way they work together. I just, I just don't care for. Him. Maybe it's, maybe it's Bushi. I think ever, ever since Bushi returned, he just hasn't done a whole lot to impress me. I don't. I'm not a huge Bushi guy. Truth be told, I'm not really a big Bushi guy. Um, I'm a fan of his music. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think Who him, isn't? him and Ishii have the two best themes in New Japan. There you go. I know. I thought this was a good match. I thought this was. Um, I thought this was better than obviously his, his uh, uh, previous matches. I think this was, this was probably one of, if not the best of the series with Bushi and Kushida. I was okay with it. Uh, we didn't I'm see happy. any mist. Well, no, yeah. Uh, that, thank God, because we wouldn't have seen a win for Kushida. <laughs> um, I think they started. I, let me ask you this. When you see a juniors match, I know, and correct me if I'm wrong with your opinion. I don't want to speak for you, but I'm going to speak for you. You're not a big fan of the slow starts. No. Right? And the ground game and the grappling, especially when it comes between juniors, right? Right. Although I do think that that certainly can be an element in junior heavyweight wrestling. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think it started a little slow for some tastes. I didn't mind it. I thought that was actually good. Um, I love the finish. I, I, I will say that. I like the finish a lot. I think um, this was it felt like a more of a fight than a junior match. Right, and I think that's a good thing. And I think Kushida does bring that element in, in, in a lot of his matches. And I think that that's a different dynamic than I think that that a Matt Seidel would bring, or Ricochet would bring, or uh, a Will Osprey would bring. I I like that. I like the fact that he, and it feels to me, in a lot of his matches, is that he really focuses in on that as opposed to those other guys that I mentioned. The wrist locks, the the arm bars, the the grappling, and again, this had those elements, but it also it felt like a fight to me. It, and it felt like, again, not like a a blood feud, but it was more of a feud than a lot of matches that that we've seen here tonight. As a matter of fact, it it felt that way. It felt tight, if you know what I mean. I agree. I mean, it, it was again Kushida, you know, proving that uh, Bushi winning the IWGP title off of him was uh, not a fluke, but, uh, you know, shouldn't have happened. Um, not a lot of shenanigans, too. Right, None, right, right. Yeah, we didn't see any shenanigans. So in that regard, it was refreshing. But I don't know. I, I, I think perhaps I didn't enjoy this simply because it wasn't my style of junior heavyweight right. match. I think it's fair. And I, I think it's a fair criticism in the sense of, of – the the style like you know when you go to the fucking steakhouse you want a steak you don't necessarily want uh, a chicken I don't that's a terrible fucking analogy but you know what I mean you know you don't want but, fish yeah you know uh, you, you got you got a lot more hard hitting grappling stuff than maybe you would expect from a junior match but that's I I, I kind of liked that element a little bit more than you did in the sense of it felt more of a fight so yeah so right. so so you thought it was good I th- I thought it was okay. Are you four? Am I no? I'm not four. Not four. Below four? No, I'm I'm like three and a half. Okay, so you're not even sc- scraping. You're not scraping four. No, I, I didn't feel it, man. Okay, I just didn't feel four. I don't know if I'm feeling four either. I don't th- know if I'm feeling four. 
but I thought it was a good match. Three and uh, three and a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> Again, you 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 know in your heart when you feel certain levels of where certain matches reach a certain level. You know you feel a five. You know you're emotionally invested in a five, and you know when a match cert, you know certainly reaches a, a four. You know, you you know you know it in your heart. So uh, no, I would not. I'd probably not go four. And then. Speaking of uh, fours, I so, don't know how was that segue turned into fours. But. Let's 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 uh, talk about the finale of this match. Yeah. So 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 Kushida gets in the hoverboard lock, and Bushi is struggling. He's trying to get out of it. Looks like he's gonna make it to the ropes. He's almost there, almost there, and oh, Kushida rolls him over, and Bushi has got nowhere to go. He is forced to tap, and uh, Kushida becomes the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion for I believe the fourth time. Hundredth time, if I, yeah, the hundredth time, if I'm not <laughs> yes. mistaken, and then he defeated Luthea's, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> he defeated he, he defeated uh, Gotch. Yes, Carl Gotch for the <laughs> Junior Championship in 1903 in <laughs> Chicago, Illinois. So uh, we see the uh, on the screen we see the time bomb is uh, ticking down and it's ready to go off. Yeah, and uh, it goes off, and who is it but none other than Takahashi. No, not that oh, Takahashi. Oh. <laughs> Hiromu Takahashi, formerly known as Kamaitachi. He comes out uh, returning to New Japan Pro Wrestling and lays out the challenge uh, for Kushida at the Tokyo Dome. And, Damon, we were discussing this last night. And I guess all you have to do to get a uh, junior title shot at the Dome is just show up. Show up a power struggle, right? right. So book, a, book a flight, you know, in November, you know, right around that time. Show up. You got yourself a shot at the dome. I mean, why would you even bother going through the whole year? I mean, well, obviously it's not in board because you just show up. Right. right? Uh, that's the, the one of those things that I'm, you know, listen, New Japan gets a lot of credit and rightfully so for putting on. They know how to do the big match. They know how to do the big show. They know how to 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 and even, you know, <laughs> New Japan to me is is the promotion that from intermission on fucking delivers nine times out of ten. Right. Especially in in the recent years. This this is one of those things where they they deserve to get some boots. They, they're going to get some boots for Billy Gunn. Right. They deserve a couple of boots here. It's just silly. It's nonsense. The guy just shows up and he's the fucking number one contender. It really devalues the uh, IWGP junior title because to me. It devalues every title. Well, yeah, yeah, it does. It does in a way. Sure. If you could just show up and lay out the challenge having done nothing throughout the entire year yeah i mean a, a lot of times things will make sense All right here, perfect example go shizaki challenging uh shibata right right um you know you you get the win over the 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 champion in a in a match and yeah you you go on and and point a finger and grab the mic and 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 do your thing um, so a lot of times it does make sense, but it's it's situations like this where somebody just shows the fuck up out of the blue and it's like what, How, what? It it does it, to me it does devalue uh, a lot of what New Japan sets out to accomplish in establishing their champions and their belts and their titles. Um, and like here's the thing, this is going to be a fantastic match at the Dome. Yep. I have no doubt about that. Then Kamaitachi did have a uh, match of the year contender earlier this year at Fantastica Mania. Uh, yep. against Dragon Lee. Um, that's going to be on the list. But other than that, he's done nothing in New Japan this year at all besides that match. Yep. Um, and I just, 
what 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 has he done? It's a head scratcher, you know. And and you are right. I, I'm I'm excited for this match. Oh yeah, it's going to be great. It is going to be great. Um, and 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 that's a big spot for him. I mean, you're walking into the promotion, you know, sight unseen since February, and you're in the dome, and you, you're you're putting a decent spot on a dome show in front of thirty thousand people, twenty eight thousand maybe whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, that's pretty. Uh, it's it's pretty pretty amazing. And again, I'm excited for the match. It's 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 a it's a, it's a on paper should be a delicious entree. But yeah, it's one of those things that you scratch your head and like, kind oh, of fuck this guy earned a title shot. But okay, that's 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 a new Japan thing that will I think will keep scratching our head to the end of time. And it looks like he is officially known as Hiromu Takahashi. By the way, I don't, yeah, Hiromu I don't think Takahashi, him, uh, Kamaitachi. Yeah. We 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 have a bit uh, too many Takahashi's running around the promotion. I think uh, <laughs> Takahashi's. We got Tanahashi's. I don't, you know, listen, <laughs> too many too much, many Hashi's. Much, yeah, Mushmouth McDonald. I don't know how fucking how he's going to be able to pull this one off. <laughs> Yoshihashi. Uh, yeah, can we talk about his jacket? That jacket was rad. Yeah, yeah, it was a badass jacket. Yeah, I stole it from my brother, I think. My brother, <laughs> my brother had a jacket like that. It was nice and worn, but it, it looked very similar. His was black though. His was pure you think black. if I got a jacket like that, like I would, I would attract a lot of yeah. chicks? You think? Yeah, make you look like a badass. Guy. <laughs> make you look like a tough guy, huh? Right? All the all the ladies would be like, wow. This guy's got a little edge to him. He's a little, uh, little dark side. Yeah, little do they know. I'm in bed by 8 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> Watching Cagney and Lacey reruns. <laughs> Watching uh, old Honeymooners episodes on my iPad right. to go to sleep. And your PJs mm-hmm. with, with your steak and asparagus. <laughs> yep. I don't eat carbs, miss. <laughs> <laughs> Potatoes. I'm a, I'm a Shirley Temple. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. All right, uh, coming up next, we've got an eight-man tag featuring the team of Kazuchika Okada, Hiroki Goto, Will Ospreay, and Ghetto, taking on Kenny Omega, Adam Cole, Bebe, and the Young Bucks. Awesome match, man. Yeah, very good match. Awesome match. match. Man, surprising finish, at least in my opinion. Really? You mentioned that. Like, First, let's talk about the match, because I think the match was off the charts really good. Okada, uh, Once again, Okada and Kenny Omega. If you're not fired up for this at the dome, I, you ain't got a pulse, man. You, you, something's wrong. Get, go, go see a doctor. But I'm, I'm ready to go. It's gonna be crazy. Adam, I thought Adam Cole was decent. Will Ospreay, very good. All taped up. Will Ospreay's banged up, man. Yeah, and, he's and, and like you said last night, you know, I, I was texting you about this, and I was saying, man, he's all, you know, bandaged up his neck, and you're saying, well, and and then he goes and he does the, the uh, twenty kip up thing I know. he lands right on his shoulder every like, time oh he, he doesn't need to do that and and, and, and we, we don't mean to sound like old codgers here but well, speak for yourself well, <laughs> seriously though like what, what does he need to do that every single match for i mean i know i know the crowd loves it it pops the crowd every time but come on dude you're 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 23 24 however old you are you're already having nerve issues i mean at some point you've got to Use your head here and tone things down a bit, if hey, if you want to have a listen, career. Listen, Jr. Keep it. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to slow down a hair, sell more, and maybe get some better lighting. There you go. That's that's the key to pro wrestling success. <laughs> it um, is. Look, he is who he is. Uh, he ain't slowing down for shit, and he's gonna do his moves, and he's gonna do. Uh, 
He's going to do what brought him to the dance, and I don't think he knows any better. He's going to be around for two more years. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if that. I I truly believe that, and again, I don't know for sure, and nobody said boo to me, but um, you got to think that that's got to be a major reason why we're not looking at Kushida and uh, Will Ospreay at the Dome. Right? So this is nothing you've, you've heard on the streets. No. No, this is just my pure speculation. But um, look, I think I think the promotion would be a little gun shy to give him any type of uh, significant push. And again, he's in chaos, and he's you know. But I'm, you know what I mean when I mean significant push, a title run, or guys fucking banged up. I think about I mean, how he came into the company. He yeah. came in, to, you know, challenging the junior heavyweight champ. Yeah, um, and and you know he hasn't done much of anything besides. Um, tag but, matches, right? I mean, know. he. What, what what did he do this year? He had two great matches with Kushida. He won the uh, best of the Super Junior tournaments. Um, I mean, he arguably, he, he had a match that's going to be definitely in the running for match of the year. It it could possibly win match of the year. I mean, listen, depending upon our audience's tastes, it's going to get votes. I guarantee it. It's a revolutionary kind of match. I I, I see that. I, I, I'm going to go out on a limb and predict that it's going to be at, at least in top three. Again, wouldn't be surprised. I mean, we're going to get to our awards in a moment, but in uh, and, and nominations and how you can be involved in, in, in voting. But yeah, you got to think it's, it's, it's going to be up there. It's going to be, it's in the mix. It's absolutely in the mix, but you know, he's banged up, he's hurting and he's still doing this. Uh, uh, Colin again, he's an adult. He knows what's best for him. He knows what he can do and what he can't do. But when he comes in looking like a mummy, you know, with this tape, what does that tape do? Can can somebody explain that to me? Like you see it, I, I you know, I know there there was always advances in sports science, but what does that tape exactly do? Because you see all these wrestlers wearing it. Like what is it like a like? A, well, you me, see, it's, Damon, it's coated with ecstasy, and it <laughs> seeps into your. <laughs> <laughs> into your pores. Now it makes sense. Christ, could somebody give me some tape? <laughs> I'll wrap it around my forehead. Well, getting back to the uh, match at hand. Um, yes. Yeah, so Kazushka Okada taking the fall for his team. Kenny Omega pinning him right in the middle of the ring with a one-winged angel. Good. I, this is what I see. This is, I don't understand why this is shocking. Like This is actually what we needed and wanted. I told you. I wanted a video montage of one-winged angels, right? Didn't I say this last week? Right, but Kenny Omega beating all of the other top stars I wa- in New I Japan. I told you, everybody. I want everybody one-winged angeled. Okay. You name I, it. I, I, I thought you meant Goto, Ishii, no. Tanahashi. No, I mean, I have no problem. I, I, I swear I, I have no problem with Okada taking the fall. I applaud the company for making that decision. Colin, we got to go all in. We it's pretty ballsy. Tickets. It is. We got to sell tickets. We got to sell tickets to this dome show. We got to make Kenny Omega l- literally unstoppable. We have. We have. We 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 got. You know, we got. But to, got a big building to beat the guy who he's facing in the main event beforehand. Yeah. Hmm. To get over the fact that, oh my God, this guy beat the champion, and we could see a title change here. Absolutely. Totally I don't know. I, I I kind of prefer the mystery of okay, these guys have only sparingly wrestled each other in tag matches. We don't know if either one is capable of beating the other, and, uh, and this it's, is, it's this like is... all right, we know Omega can beat Okada now. So 
Uh, yeah, but that that okay. That's to me you. I mean, that's pro wrestling 101. You got to establish the fact that the challenger has more than a fighting chance, especially in the biggest show of the fucking year. Right, and now, you do the- that by having Omega beat all the top stars except for the one he's facing at the biggest show I of the year. S- I absolutely see your logic, but uh, the fact that again, this as much as 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 we sit here and and say Kenny Omega is a superstar and Kenny Omega is. Uh, you know, one of the top dogs in the promotion. I guarantee you that there is are still it's still that here. You know, it, this is goofy Kenny Omega, right? Even even with the the the, the uh, G1 win, and even with all these great matches, and even with uh, there hasn't been a lot of goofiness in this year. Let's be let's be truthful. Except no. you know maybe that middle ground, that springtime area. Um. There, but there, I'm sure there's still that negative perception of Kenny Omega as being just the, T, the the DDT guy, just the comedy wrestler, just the goofy guy. There's, I'm sure there is. But the fact that in Osaka, in front of a pro wrestling crowd, we you know it, we're we're getting over Kenny Omega, Colin. I'm and, not and, mad about it. I I want to make that perfectly clear. I, I'm I'm just it just surprised me. That's all. I'm. I like I said I want one I want the the lead up to this match to be 3 minutes of awesomely produced finishes of him just wiping out every motherfucker in the promotion. Kevin Kelly, Steve Carino, <laughs> I want them all. <laughs> yeah, I, I told you I want to get off the plane and I want a one-wing angel. Damon McDonald. I want, yeah, I want it, I want it right in the middle of the airport. I'll fucking take that bump. Alrighty, so there you go. Uh, Omega picking up the win for his team with the one-winged angel on Okada. And uh, things are really building up towards the big main event at the Tokyo Dome. So now we a very good match to boot. Sorry. And oh yeah. Very good match to boot. Very very good match. One of the best matches on this card by far. Um, next match for the never open weight title: the champion Shibata defending against the challenger Evil. Um, Damon, if I may, um, <laughs> I want to recite a uh, a text that you sent me last night. Mm. I I believe you said um, I'm only three minutes into Shibata versus Evil. And I want to set myself on fire. <laughs> well, it was the finish. I believe it was the th- the match itself was really good. I thought the match itself was was bordering on being pretty great. It was a physical was, match. Yeah, and you could tell last- Shibata's hurting too. Oh, speaking, you know, you talk about Osprey being hurt. You know, it's Shibata though. He's gonna he's. Please, you're not going to talk any sense. You, you think that's why they like 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 was this a, uh, a, a not a last minute decision, but the title change was that based on Shibata's no. injuries? No, I don't I don't think so because Shibata Shibata Shibata's probably been hurt for at least a year already. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, and I don't think that for him it doesn't play a factor. I don't I don't personally think. Um, here's but uh, the last three minutes I just wanted to fucking again as Colin in my text. I wanted to light myself on fire. Colin, correct me if I'm wrong, but just a few short shows ago, we had a disqualification, right? For what in a bone soldier match? A ball shot, right? We did. Ball shot in front of the referee. We're ringing the fucking bell. Disqualification. And we've seen disqualification finishes from the bone soldier a few times. In this match, 
this last three minutes consisted of the referee literally getting physically assaulted, knocked to the ground, pounded on, evil, wrapping the chair around Shibata, where Shibata is holding on to the chair. I mean, it, it looked terrible. I've said it a thousand times, and you've said it as well. That that spot where Shibata, or excuse me, Evil drapes a chair over somebody's head and then whacks them with the chair is a really goofy-looking spot. And this was made even ridiculously worse because Shibata is standing in the middle of the ring for at least a good 30 seconds, positioning the chair and positioning his hands and holding onto the chair as if he couldn't pull it over his head and then gets whacked with the chair and then gets pinned by the same referee who was knocked out, not by accident, physically tossed to a side by evil, not a mere minute ago. Horse fucking shit finish, shenanigan-filled bullshit and ruined what was a very decent match. You know what else I, I thought was a pretty goofy spot when Shibata was on the outside and he was trying to make it seem like his leg was stuck in the chair. Right. It just it looked like he could just pull it right off. Oh, I, again, I beg of evil. I beg of Watanabe to knock it off with that spot. It's the worst spot in pro wrestling. It really is. It's terrible. And then again, this finish was just... I. I couldn't, no, oh, it ruined it. It ruined it. Ruined a good match. Ah, oh, man, it really left a really bad, bitter taste in my mouth. I How am, silly this, this finish was. I'm in full agreement with you there. Um, and I don't even care if they, if they, they, they switched the belt, Colin. No, I, no, I, I was. I don't care about that. I don't, I don't fucking care about that. I was just going right? to get into that, actually. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of happy that they switched the belt because it almost, um, harkens back to why the uh, the never title was created in the first place and this this was a title that was created for young up and coming guys right and yeah. you have a young guy evil i believe he's 29 years old you know um and i only hope that the title goes even further back to its genesis you know this is an open weight title so could you imagine if we see evil you know, a, a big brawling young guy defending against maybe some juniors. Maybe like, could you imagine Evil versus Will Osprey? <laughs> yeah, was, and and watch the juniors get squashed. Unfortunately, well, yeah, um, there's that, but yeah. Um, Still, the, my the, my my point is, you can do a lot with this title. Yeah, a little bit more flexibility would be nice. The, let's not make this the beat the shit out of each other belt, as you like to call it. Right. Um, yeah, let's switch it up a little bit. Yeah. I, I Again, I th- felt like they were kind of doing a little bit of that with the Kyle O'Reilly stuff and the Bobby Fish stuff. Exactly. A, l- a little bit like we were getting in, into that groove. And again, maybe we'll continue that. I'll tell you what. The thing that distressed me, Colin, is something that we talked about you know, a few minutes ago with Shibata losing and, and kind of – having that belt taken off of him and freeing him up for other things. I'm going to be truthful. First thing I thought of was, oh, fuck, they're going to do Cody Rhodes. Wait, That's the with, first thing I thought of. With Evil winning? Evil has the never belt. Right. right? So that takes Shibata. No, you know, Shibata can lose now. It's not like Cody Rhodes can pin Shibata and win the never belt. I, I find that hard to, right. to believe. This allows Shibata and a lot of freedom 
to be able to do a match like that. You're right. I don't. Now listen, I don't know from I, I, I've not been told anything. I want to make this point perfectly clear. Nothing of the case. But we know that Cody Rhodes has yammered on about wanting to wrestle Shibata. We know that there have been feelers that have been sent out. We know that there has been discussion between the two parties. When he lost that belt, Con, I'm not going to lie. The first thing I thought was, oh, fuck, they're going to do this Cody Rhodes bullshit. To be honest with you, I completely forgot about that until you mentioned it. And then it yeah. occurred to me, oh, yeah, that's right. Cody Rhodes wanted to wrestle Shibata. And you're right. It does leave the door wide open for that, especially if uh, we're not going to see a rematch where Shibata regains the title between now and then, which I don't think that we are. Um, so, yeah, you could. Here's the thing, though. Who's to say that Shibata versus Cody Rhodes, th- that could be a really good match. I don't know. <sighs> It could. Is Stranger it, things have happened. Is it Tom, something that like people are clamoring to see at Wrestle Kingdom? No. Of course not. But <laughs> no. But and, and I think the styles completely do not mesh. Right. It just it just on paper there's there's it, that's oil and and, and 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 water to me. It's oil and vinegar to me. <laughs> Makes a delicious salad. <laughs> Balsamic. Um, um, it's not something I'm interested in saying. To be frank. Um. And again, I don't know if that's going to be the case. This could very easily, Colin, very easily be a rematch set up at the Dome, Evil and Shibata. Very easily. We'll know in a couple days. They're going to announce this show, I believe, tomorrow. I believe in actually in a couple hours. Yeah, I believe so. Ah, oh, shit. This this podcast is going to be released. And eh, nuts. We are all, This Sunday, man, we always seem to get the short end of the stick. Uh, but whatever. Yeah, the but press yes. conference is on November seventh, Monday. Yeah. So what's what's what time is it? It's like four o'clock in the morning there now. Right. Seventh. So yeah, but it'll probably be out there before before we stop hitting record. I hope so. I'll be exhausted. Now, if if Evil does go into the dome as never champion, who do you see as an opponent for him? Colin Miller. Uh, hey, <laughs> I mean, it is an open weight title. So. You see? Um, good question. I don't know. I, I, I really don't. Um, I do have youth on my side. Do you think an Ishii? I, that, that did cross my mind. Maybe a Goto? Goto is, you know, he doesn't have an op- uh, opponent yet. Yeah, he Goto no is a guy... Him. Goto is a guy with nothing to do, and people have, um, when Shibata was still never champion, that is one of the names that our listeners were kind of throwing out there. How about uh, Goto versus Shibata, former tag team partners, uh, best friends, you know, clashing at the Dome over the never title? Yeah. Wouldn't be surprised. Again, he's he's Goto's had a strong year. Goto's had a strong year, but a, but a, but an under-the-radar year. Um, and again... Go back and go back and look at all these matches that he's had in there that have been really solid matches, um, and, and and a very important role for Goto. This I'm gonna be surprised. I'm gonna go Goto. I'll go Goto. All right. Well, we shall see what happens. Yeah, uh, a couple hours. Yeah, that's right. Uh, the semi-main event of the evening: Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Seiya Sonata. Let, let's talk about this Seiya Sonata character for a second, oh, shall right. we? I know, I know, he's written. He's this is a col- like add Sonata to the Matt Striker, <laughs> add it to the Shawn Michaels, add it to the AJ Styles, add it to the Jesse Ventura, add it to the Jesse Ventura. 
add it to the uh, Brett the Matt Hitman Seidel. Hart. Brett Hart, yeah, add it that he's in that top of the the Will Osprey. Yeah, Will Osprey, Sidell you mentioned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put it in that little container. I think it's a safe statement. And I told you who's who is the one that said. I'm telling you, I think this guy is your kind of guy. Uh, yeah, you did say that when he came in, and I had no idea who he was. Yes. Uh, I should be have like a dating service. I should like try and find a young lady for you. Damon, if you if you can find me a woman who is, who is into two things, <laughs> New Japan Pro Wrestling and Dream Theater, oh. I'll be, you know, yeah, I'll I, be set. I'll, you'll be single for the rest of your life. <laughs> <laughs> Oh Lord! But anyway, let's talk about this match. To, to, to me, I mean, Seiya Sonata has had a lot of great matches this year, but to, to me, this has been his best one. And he did have a very good match with Tanahashi at the at, at the G One, the first night of the G One. I thought that was a great match. But man, there was something about this match. Just all of the we saw so many great spots, so many great reversals with them teasing the uh, the Dragon Sleeper. I thought that this was. Say Sonata's best match that he has had all year long. And this is a guy who I think that you can tell the crowd really wants to get behind. I mean, he's he's a big guy, 6'3", 230 or whatever, super athletic. Um, he, he, he just He's the total package to me. Look, I think that it's no clue that we are fans. I think it's no uh, surprise that... The promotion feels that he is one of those guys they can build toward for the future. Uh, I think it's he. I think to me, a Sonata, and I know that there are influences because he was helped train, or, or he was you know trained by Kenjimoto. Right. So I I see a lot of that in him, like a younger Kenjimoto. Uh, an athlete, you know, before the knees gave out, and the, the the his presence, um, his style, his um, his his gracefulness, if if that's a word that we want to use for a pro wrestler, uh, silky smooth, he really just has a, a a great look, like he has a look that people can. I don't hang your hat on is not really the term I want to use here, but he's got the it. It's, 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 there are wrestlers that have it and there are wrestlers that don't, and he has it. And he's one of those guys that you can build around. And this match and these matches with Tanahashi really, again, Colin, you could have a three and a half star match with Tanahashi, mind you, but fall a could have a, and he has. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the dance partner is, is is impressive, but you know we talk about how the the young lions are in these six mans and they're learning from from the ring generals and and the mid and the juices who've taken the next level are learning in, in in as well and you know everybody's learning along the way at the levels that they are and I think that's one of those things that makes New Japan so great is that they have all these guys that are fresh and new at certain levels and I think. Some of that had to do with uh, the, the the January exodus of some guys who uh, uh, moved on to uh, North American pastures. You don't want to say greener pastures. <laughs> I don't think because I don't think they are. I really don't think they are greener pastures. To be, Financially, to be perhaps, but maybe, maybe I have no creatively. idea. Creatively, I mean, look, 
I, not to get off on a tangent here, but I have not watched a Shinsuke Nakamura match in I don't know how long. Couldn't yeah, tell you the last. It's been time a while for me. Probably that 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 Samoa Joe match was the last one. That's probably the last one I saw, and then that, even that was underwhelming. But okay, regardless, um, Sonata we're talking about here. Uh, and and again, his work with Tanahashi and taking the next level. And these are the matches where Tanahashi is giving of himself to Sonata to say, okay, here's where you need to be. In a very similar progression that Tanahashi took himself, right? Right. Throughout the years. That's what I see here. These are those little seeds and those little nuggets and those little uh, uh, growing moments that. I think are so important in a star's development, not a mid Carter, a star's development. And he's learning from the stars. This is a guy that we're going to hear from a lot in the next year or two. He's going to be a top guy. He's being groomed for these spots. And I think that he has the tools necessary. This is not the same guy that was in TNA. This is not the same guy that just, I don't want to say floundered, but just went from indie Japanese promotion. You know, and when I say indies, your big Japan's, your Wrestle Ones, your Zero, you know, just hopped around, hopped, just did 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 the circuit, if you will, the Cork and Hall circuit. This is a different guy, and, and and it's showing, and each and every big show that he gets a singles match against big top flight stars, he takes the jump to the next level. And I'm not saying that this is going to happen in the next year or even the next two years, but you're going to see uh, Seiya Sonata break off from Los Ingobernables de Japón. And uh, I see a, a feud with Tetsuya Naito down the road in the distant yeah. future. I think this was a, uh, again, Sonata taking the fall. You're going to see ebbs and flows, and there's going to be moments. And again, this is something where I got to kind of learn from what I'm saying, you know, and take this to heart as well. Is that there are going to be ebbs and flows in this evolution, and there are going to be moments where it feels like, wow, they're not fucking getting behind him, or wow, that that push isn't really happening as hard as I thought, or as quickly as I thought. We got to remember this moment. It's coming. We know it's coming. We got to be patient with it. And again, if anybody, New Japan does have that uh, skill in the sense of they are patient. They are going to take their time. They are not going to rush it. Uh, And they're going to build and build and build and build and build and build a little bit more to where, you know, we, we have a real star on our hands. Alrighty, so we arrive at the main event of the evening for the IWGP Intercontinental title. The champion, Tetsuya Naito, defending against Jay Lethal. Now, this was a big position for Jay Lethal. I mean, here's a Ring of Honor guy who, uh, quite frankly, was the replacement for Michael Elgin since he's out with an injury getting surgery. And uh, imagine Jay Lethal headlining a sold-out show in Osaka, um, Damon, how do you how do you think he did in this position? I'm 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 just gonna say I thought that this match was fine. It was a good match, mm-hmm. but to me, the main event of this evening was Tanahashi versus Sonata. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, this was a a match where Naito could come out to the Osaka crowd and I don't know, kind of give you give him a little. I told you so. The Osaka crowd can boo, and they could tell him to go fuck himself. 
and and you know jokingly of course uh, but because I, I think deep down and underneath it all, they uh, are shocked and surprised and happy and thrilled of what Naito has been able to accomplish. Um, I, I feel like Osaka is a, a, a Damon McDonald crowd. Imagine 2000 Damon McDonald's. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, God. No, no, no. Yeah, I know. Really? I say 2000 because it seats 5000. But I take up probably two seats. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of self-deprecation from yeah, Damon. Yeah, you, uh, you know me. I got to drop a couple pounds. Um, look, a couple. I'm kidding. Hey, less than jack off. <laughs> uh, I don't eat carbs. Um, Jay Lethal was put in a real bad spot here. He, he was, was put. He was put in a bad spot. He did, he did the best he could, though. You know what I mean? I I think the match, from a pure pro wrestling standpoint, was good. I don't think Jay Lethal has anything to be ashamed of or anything a fault. Nope. He, I think he did what he could do. Jay Lethal had no business headlining this show. Right, he was put in this spot with very little build behind it. Yes, that we had the Ring of Honor thing where he got the the pin, which absolutely meant more in this country than it did, you know, in Japan. Um, yeah, he was put in a bad spot, but I and I think he did what he could do in that spot. Naito was the star here. It was it was obvious. Um, uh, we knew this going in. Um, it's just you know, Jay Lethal hasn't translated that well to the Japanese audience to begin with. Um, it's been an uphill climb for him. Uh, and this, you know, like I said, hopefully this match did him some favors in their eyes, but yeah, it was a tough spot to be in for him. Yeah, absolutely. So we saw uh, Tetsuya Naito pick up the win with the Destino getting his win back over Jay Lethal. And who comes down the ramp but none other than Hiroshi Tanahashi laying out the challenge for the IC title at the Tokyo Dome. so He doesn't deserve a title shot. You can't just come into the ring. No, I'm sorry. That was wrong, <laughs> well, wrong rant. My bad. Wrong rant. He, he beat Seiya Sonata. He has definitely earned a title shot. And hey, he never got the... Uh, uh, Tanahashi never got his rematch for um, the IC title. Oh, yeah, listen, however we connect the dots to get to the job, I'm fine with. Um, double main event that, you know, Naito, Tanahashi, I think will be great. And again, uh, him tearing through Los Ingo Bernables with taking care of Sonata. And now, uh, again, Okada and Omega. That should be a great match well, as well. So we're all set for Wrestle Kingdom. I have some interesting speculation here for you, Damon. Uh-oh. What's so, and, and I'm reading this off of uh, Chris Charlton's Twitter account, of course. You can follow him at ReasonJP. He does a great job with the translations. And a few things here. Number one, uh, during the post-match press conference, Naito uh, is saying that I still have a big surprise in mind for the Tokyo Dome, but I will reveal. Will I reveal all of that now? Of course not. We have Singapore. Of course, he's talking about the show in Singapore coming up on the fifteenth. Uh, Naito also says, "I have a very interesting trick in mind for the tag league. Wait and see." And also, wait, there's more. Mm-hmm. There is also speculation that Naito wants a fan vote. For the Tokyo oh, Dome. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Fucking fan What did I say? What did I say? And Damon, let me ask you this question. If it is just the Japanese audience voting on this, if they were given the choice for their main event, either Okada versus Kenny Omega or Tanahashi versus Naito, I think the Japanese audience would pick Tanahashi versus Naito. I really do. I believe that. 
I think you might be right. Now, if now if if, if we're including uh, Americans in this fan vote, I think they're going to pick Okada versus Omega. Um, he, well, I think that this helps solidify why you saw Kenny Omega get the clean pin fall over, uh, you know, the IWGP Heavyweight Champion, mm-hmm. right? I think that's you know, that might play into this. Um, listen, if you do, I want the fan vote. I don't give a shit about the fan vote. I, honestly, I don't care which one goes on last. Uh, to me, it's it's the, it's the IWGP Heavyweight Championship that goes on last. But okay, whatever. I, I got no problem with it. I want to see Tanahashi versus Naito go on last simply because I want to see Naito finally main event Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. Um, and to me, he, he, look, look, he deserves it. I'm not going to lie. To me, he, he's he, he he's wrestler it. of the year. Well, we'll talk about that in a sec. But um, I'll give you my my hot takes on that. But if you're asking me if it's a vote, I yeah, I think I wouldn't. It would not shock me to say that if there was a fan vote, Naito Tanahashi would get the would get the the nod. That's crazy to say, but yeah, I think it would. Alrighty, so moving right along here, that was uh, Power Struggle in Osaka. Check it out. Good show. Good very, show. very, very good show. Very good show. Um, the next live show that's going to be on NJPW World is uh, the uh, Wrestling World in Singapore. That's going to take place on November 15th, Tuesday. Then the World Tag League starts after that. But we have some uh, PuroCast year-end award discussion to get into, and uh, that is going to be posted sometime this week, and uh, I think that we should go through uh, some of the nominees here in, in, the, uh, in the categories. It is an important time of the year, everyone. So I know everybody was antsy and ready to rock and roll with the year-end awards. The second time we're doing this, I can't believe that we're doing this again. We're putting ourselves through the torture. I thought you would have quit by now, Damon. (laughs) I know. Well, we nearly did about four times, probably. Um, Look, here it is again. We're excited for it. I know you all are excited, too. So for those of you who are uh, veterans, have done this before, and for the uh, thousands of new listeners, we uh, are excited to have you got all involved in voting for our year end. And again, it's important to us because this is a an awards that uh, we have that are for the listeners, right? The listeners of this show. So it's not even necessarily, hey, I'm a fan of New Japan. It's it's I I wanted and, and Colin as well. We want this to be a representation of our listeners. These are who. Our listeners, list, you know, voted for. So, um, and that's why we do this by email. We do do this by email. So again, you would be sending in your votes. We we discussed. We tried to find options that would be best. But again, we think it's fair. And the way you know, we don't want a lot of voter fraud. We don't want a lot of horse <laughs> shit. You know what it's I mean? Rigged. Yeah, we're going to get that on Tuesday. All right. So, um, look. We want it to be, you know, we want, we really just want it to be your voice uh, that that's that's heard, um, and your votes counted. So again, it will be via email. It's again that email address. As always, it's newjapanpurecast at gmail.com. That's where you'll be sending your votes. Once again, as last year, you're voting for your three picks. Your number one pick, your number two pick, your number three pick. Your number one pick would receive five points. Your number two pick would receive three points. Your third pick would pick would be one. So again, in each of these categories, except your favorite and except your least favorite, you're voting for three 
winners. Your top, your middle, your last. All right. So make sure that we're clear on that. So you'll have all the categories posted shortly this week. You'll have all the nominees in each category posted, but we're going to talk about them now. The ballots and the voting would officially begin probably sometime next week, uh, or excuse me, this week. Uh, we're going to post everything online so that you'll be able to see it both on our Facebook. Probably we'll have a pinned post on our Twitter account, but you'll have all of it there. You'll send in your votes. The deadline is December 15th. So December 15th is the last date for you to get it in your votes. That's very important because we need time to tabulate and count. And then we'll have our year-end uh, award show, usually right around the Dome show. We do the Dome show review, and then we do our award show shortly after. So, um, I think the award uh, show, I think we did that before the Dome show um, this past year, actually. Really? Yeah, yeah. So, okay, I, so I, I think it's going to be sometime right. before the Dome show. All right, we'll figure it out. All right, but the last day to vote, we know, is December 15, December 1-5. Um, and then we'll have the official voting open up this week. But we wanted to touch base because I don't know how we're going to record in the next couple of weeks. We're going to figure something out. But we wanted to get this information in your ears before we moved any further. All right, so let's talk about it, right? PureCast, second annual. You're going to get involved. Let's talk about some of the nominees here, Colin. Now. All right, let's do it. So for Wrestler of the Year, the nominees are Hiroshi Tanahashi, Kazushika Okada, Tetsuya Naito, Kenny Omega, and Tomohiro Ishii. Yeah, so we have five for Wrestler of the Year. Um, I think this is obviously the most important category for us. Uh, it's really the guy who's shown and shined and sheened the most this year. Uh, again, in ring who's produced the best matches, who's been a cornerstone of the promotion, who's been put in the big spotlight and the big, 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 big moments and have come through in a big time way. Omega, Naito, Okada, Tanahashi, and Ishii. And again, Ishii, you know, that fifth spot, we went back and forth a couple of times, guys. Yeah, there uh, were a lot of names being thrown out there for that number yeah. five position. Yeah, I mean, you know, Elgin, Goto, uh, you know, Kushida, um, so a lot of, a lot of going back and forth, but to me, if you go through the entire year and you're looking at quality of matches, man, Ishii's, he's, his name is listed in, in, in a lot of the best matches of the year. So to have him not on this list, it would be a shame. It yeah, would be a shame. This, this has been a huge year for Ishii, I feel. Yeah. Now keep in mind, we do accept write-ins. Right, especially for a category of wrestler of the year. So if there are there is a person that is not on this this five, yes, absolutely you can write him in by all means. I'd like to keep that to a minimum. I really feel like we covered our bases with these five. I really feel like these are the five that are the most deserving. And it's more work it, for us. And it is more <laughs> for us. It exactly is. So I'd like to keep it a five, but I would not dismiss if you have a write-in. So I want to make that point clear as well. Okay? So there you go. Wrestler of the Year, Omega, Naito, Okada, Tanahashi, Ishii. All righty. Uh, let's move on to Match of the Year. And I apologize if uh, these these matches are out of order as far as uh, date goes. But we've got, man, we've got 20 nominees for Match 20. of the Year. Oh, I mean, listen, and, and honestly... Some of it was a little bit of a struggle to whittle it down to 20. Um, I mean, look, Colin, you're going to rattle off these. Uh, uh, you know, rattle off a, a, a match. I'm going to give you one word to describe the match. All right? 
and, and why we think it should be in there. So we're going to keep it minimum. There's 20 matches here, guys. I think that's that's a challenge in the sense of a lot of this vote is going to get split, right? A lot of this vote is going to get, you know, between a lot of the just certain matches where you think is they're going to be there, but then there's other matches where, you know, that third place vote is going to get really tangled up with a lot of other rightfully deserving matches. So 20 different matches. Holy shit, how are we going to fucking do this? And we had to do 20. We we couldn't there was no possible way for us to say 10. I think because, last year we had 10. Yeah. This this year was crazy. All right, this Colin, year was crazy. Let's, let's let's rattle them off. All right, and again, these are kind of out of order, but uh let's start off here. So, uh Tanahashi versus Okada from the Dome. Uh, a no-brainer. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura versus AJ Styles from the Dome. People forget about this match, but it's definitely deserving. Absolutely. Uh, Tomohiro Ishii versus Shibata from the Dome. A lot of people's number one of the Dome. Yep, that was my number one from the Dome. Uh, Tetsuya Naito versus Ishii from the New Japan Cup. This one was, was we were on the fence of, of, of including uh, this one or their other matches, but we felt it was deserving. Uh, Kamaitachi versus Dragon Lee from Fantastica Mania. Again, a match that kind of fell under the radar. Yep, but at the time we raved about it. It was a, it was a definitely a highlight of the winter months uh, and definitely deserving to be talked about in, in the mix. Kenny Omega versus Tetsuya Naito from the G1 semifinals. Oh, I mean, listen. Uh, what, what, uh, honestly, it's probably in lots of people's top two, if not number one of any match that's going to be in contention for me with um, Okada and Tanahashi from the Dome, it's going to be that one. It made Kenny Omega a star, and it was the catalyst for his unbelievable run this year. Uh, we've also got Tanahashi versus Okada from the G1 semifinals. Again, we're talking about the time limit draw, the the, the drama of all their matches that they've had before, and, and again, they were able to pull it off again, and for me, a magical match. Okada versus Ishii from uh, the G1 Climax 26. I mean, I th- this is another match for that. How That's my match be? of the year, baby. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a lot of people's match of the year. Um, it, 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 it's one of those matches, again, that will blow you away if you rewatch it. It lives up to, to the rewatch ability of a match. Um, I think I've rewatched that match more so than any other match this past year, so that's why it's it's a no brainer for me. It's my number one. I I would be I'd be hard pressed to have it not sit in my top three. Kenny Omega versus Hiroki Goto from the G one finals. Right, great match, great match. Um, finals yep. again helped uh, solidify Kenny Omega as a as a top gun. Yep, then we've got, um, again, another... And, oh, I'm sorry, and a very underrated performance by Hiroki Goto. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Michael Elgin versus Kenny Omega from the ladder match at Dominion. Great match, uh, a divisive match. Yep, not, match. Not, not my favorite match, I've told you this, but a lot of people love it. Yeah, a divisive match, but I think it's definitely worth uh, in the conversation. Um, again, another stellar performance by Kenny Omega and an outstanding job by uh, Michael Elgin as well. How could we not include uh, Will Ospreay versus Ricochet from Best of the Super Juniors, a revolutionary match in the modern era, a match that absolutely got a lot of new eyes on New Japan Pro Wrestling. And uh, I, Damon, I think we talked about it um, earlier this year. When did, when did you ever think that you would see a New Japan clip on like ESPN? Yeah, uh, look, it, it, you said it. You nailed it. Revolutionary, uh, a touch tone moment for New Japan. 
Um, uh, just one of those matches that that I feel will stand the test of time of being one of those dynamite kid tiger mask type matches that people will talk about you know, generations to come. For sure. Uh, going back to February, we've got uh, Kenny Omega versus Tanahashi, another one of those matches that people seem to forget. Yeah, I, I, I agree, and and I think maybe we were even guilty of it as well until we went through the list and we're like, oh my god, remember that match? Fantastic match, guys. Go back and watch it. Was it 14th, right? February 14th. Yep, February 14th, Valentine's Day. Check it out. We rewatch it because I think it's going to sneak into a lot of top threes this 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 uh, ballot season. And we've got uh, Kyle O'Reilly versus Kushida, um, a match that was on the pallet last year. Of course, this is a different match, but um, those two work great together. This is from the opening night of the Best of the Super Junior Tournament from May 21st. Yeah, a uh, good, solid. Yeah, I mean, it's Kyle O'Reilly, Kushida. You know, you know you're going to get a great match. <laughs> Enough said. Yeah, and and I remember raving about this at the time. So. Um, solid match it, it might be tough to crack the top three but um it had to be included yep uh will osprey versus taguchi from the best of the super juniors finals a great match yeah one of your favorites for the from the year i and and one yes. of mine again it might be tough to crack that top three that top three is going to be a tough nut to crack um but a great match taguchi being represented here in in the top 20 and uh Will Ospreay with a, with another nomination. Uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Tomohiro Ishii from the G1 um, on the August 3rd show. Yeah, so um, again, I, I, I hate to keep repeating myself. It might be a tough nut to crack, that top three, but go back and watch this. This one slips through a lot of cracks. Um, really solid match. Ishii again, once again. Tanahashi, once again, in, in one of those matches that gets missed by a lot of people. Rewatch this match and then tell me. Nakajima versus Michael Elgin from the August 13th G1 show. Truth be told, aside from the Omega matches, this match was probably my favorite match from the G1. It was brutal, hard-hitting, flesh-smacking. Uh, it made Nakajima a star in a lot of people's eyes, and it helped reestablish uh, uh, Michael Elgin. Uh, as a top guy at the time in New Japan. Kazushika Okada versus Marafuji from King of Pro Wrestling on October 10th. We just saw that one, right? We came off that King of Pro Wrestling high with that match. Uh, outstanding match. A lot of rave reviews. Um, I, I know this will be discussed at the end of the year. Absolutely. Kenny Omega versus Hiroki Goso. Again, uh, this Same time show. from uh, yep, King of Pro Wrestling, a lot of people said that this was better than the G1 final match. Yeah. Whew. I mean, how many matches in are we, Colin? We are 18 matches in. Two more to go, Damon. Uh, Some of these matches, you know, you could take the bottom half of this and, and, and stack it up against any other promotions. Take take the bottom 10. Rank them however you want to rank them, but take your bottom 10 and, 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 and take it against any other promotions. And I'm telling you what, they would stack up very well. What other promotion in the world has 20? And we could, probably could have opened it to 25-30. We probably could have opened it to 25-30. What other promotion can you name that has that kind of track record? Unbelievable. Again, Tomohiro Ishii versus Naito. This time from uh, Wrestling Dontaku from May 3rd. Again, uh, some people prefer the New Japan Cup match. Some people prefer this Dontaku match. Both great matches. So there you go. Yeah. Ishii, Naito once again. Yep, agreed. Uh, this one again, was for the title. 
um, headlined Dantaku. Uh, yeah, and to me, this was kind of like one of those moments where, um, you know, Naito really started to find his groove, really started to find his groove. And going back to uh, the opening night of the G1, actually, Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Seiya Sonata. Yep. Uh, a lot of people love this match. A lot of people rave this match. Um, and a lot of people um, felt the need to have this in, in at least in the nominations. And, and we agree. It's a great match. Um, again, there's matches that, that could definitely be popped in here. We had, a, we had to draw the line in the sand somewhere, and here's where it is. So uh, that's, that, that's 20 Fantastic matches. <laughs> uh, moving on to Tag Team of the Year. The nominees are the Gorillas of Destiny. Look, what are you going to do? Got to have them in tag, there. Yeah, I mean, two-time tag champs. Uh, I can't imagine them winning it, but I, I think in in a very weak category. A very weak yeah, category. This is, this is probably yeah. the weakest category, actually. And you got to put them in, right? I don't know how many votes they're going to get, but you got to put them in. And not for nothing, this category is in the biggest disappointment category. So <laughs> well, there you go. Well, that's uh, right. So, so yeah, Gorillas of Destiny, Young Bucks, no-brainer. Come on. I, I, mean, I, I, I would be shocked if anybody <laughs> the Young Bucks will walk away with this, but okay. Yeah. Uh, Matt Seidel and Ricochet. And not a, again, not a tag team throughout the year. Um, short-lived. Um, got to put them on there, though. I think they did, yeah. they did hold the uh, tag titles. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, look, it's a weak division. What are you, you going to do? I, I I don't like the fact that he smokes marijuana cigarettes. I <laughs> I know you don't. I know you're you're anti marijuana. Oh no, uh, I don't. I honestly could care less. All right, anyway, the Briscoes. Yeah, I mean, listen, never tag champions, six man. Uh, but Yano opened the year with that and uh, wound up uh, being the tag champs. Uh, worked hard every tour. Yep, really they worked their ass off every time they were there. Yeah, you can't. You got to hand it to them. At least they fucking tried. Um, they they had trouble uh, with with the crowds, and again, uh, it it is what it is. But um, I think they got to be in the mix here. And Rapongi Vice. Yep, coming off the tag, uh, the junior tag win. Um, again, were they were they blow away this year? Were they uh, yeah, you know uh, an amazing tag team this year? No, they were a solid tag team. Um, but that's what we got. That's what we got to work with. I mean, what are we, what are we putting in? We putting in Nagata and uh, Nakajima, or uh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, or Nakan? What did I say? Nakanishi. Nakanishi. Nagata and Nakajima. That's an interesting tag team. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, what are we putting in? Kojima and Tenzan. Mm-hmm. Right. So it is what it is. Yep. Pick, pick, pick from them. Young Young Bucks is winning that one. Most improved wrestler of the year. This one's fun. This is this very is a fun. Good category. I think this category is a strong category. Um, go go through, Colin. All right. So we've got Yoshihashi. Wow. I mean, listen. He has undoubtedly we, improved this year. I mean, we said it. We we and I mean, we called it, and it, it happened gradually and throughout the year. But we were, you know, Yoshihashi had a great fucking year, guys. He had a great year compared to where he was before. Outstanding. David Finley currently uh, one third of the Never Open Weight Champions. And challenging, right, soon with Ricochet for mm-hmm. the uh, junior tag belt. So, That's uh, right. uh, yeah, yeah, listen, started out the year as a young lion in a track suit at ringside, and look at where he is now. And, again, uh, as a wrestler, I think he's improved greatly. Juice Robinson. 
I think it's a favorite. A lot of people, right? A lot of people are pointing at the juice. Um, <laughs> and, and and look, he, rightfully so. He's had an outstanding, outstanding second half of the year, especially. Um, he's really coming into his own. He's really finding his groove. Um, is he becoming more relaxed and comfortable in the ring, not as uh, nervous Nelly and not as uh, anxious. And, uh, you know, I think it's well-deserved. I think he'll get a lot of votes. Evil. You know, being in Los Ingo Bernables doesn't hurt. Uh, being put in a nice little position for the Never Belt is a nice starter belt for him. Uh, I think uh, match quality has even improved. He had a, a, a G1 that was decent. Um, you know, I, th- I think he's got to be in that conversation, right? Yep. And Seiya Sonata. Now, listen, we spent a couple of minutes talking about him before, but uh, you compare the guy that was, uh, again, walking around in uh, the. Uh, I'm going to say the lower tiers of Japanese pro wrestling, but, you know, it is what it is. And uh, I think it's night and day between the guy that was there and who is there now. All right. So um, junior of the year. Junior of the year. Nominees are Kushida. Look, beginning of this year, probably the first half of this year, he, there's a strong possibility that guy could have been talked about in the wrestler of the year category. Yeah, we were, we were think, toying with that. Yeah, I think where his uh, – you know, the gas got let out of the engine was that Super J Cup. Uh, and from that point on, it seemed like his year stammered and stuttered. Um, listen, so 12 months in a year, a lot of things can happen. Uh, but I think in the juniors, I think uh, it's a no-brainer to have him in this. Uh, Will Ospreay. Came in like a house of fire, didn't he? Everybody he sure was did. excited. You know, everybody was excited. I think, again, his match quality – um, the, the, the revolutionary things that he brought to the table with new Japan. Uh, look, I think he's had a strong year. He's had a, ve- he's had a very good year. Um, I, this next year is really going to, uh, tell a tale of where Will Ospreay is in, in not only new Japan, but in the world of professional style wrestling. Bushi. Look, you know, you're hit or miss on Bushi. He's in the hottest uh, faction new Japan he, has. He's yep. IWGP yep. Junior Champion. Yep. Yep. Uh, you know, match quality? Uh, I don't know. Gimmick? Uh, yeah. You know, I'm sure he'll get votes. I'm sure he'll get votes. He will. He's very popular. Um, Ricochet, I mean, do we even really need to say anything? <laughs> I mean, you know, he's, he, uh, he, he didn't have the years that he had passed when it came to Spotlight. Um, no. But... He's Ricochet. I think you need to talk about him and have him in the mix. Sure. And he was in that revolutionary match with Will Ospreay. So, I mean, that alone qualifies him, in my opinion, for junior <laughs> well, of the year. Doesn't doesn't hurt. Doesn't hurt. Nope. And uh, last but not least, Ryusuke Taguchi. Yeah. What a year he had. You know, Man. let's think back to that that best of the super junior and, and the job that he did in that and where everybody was used to the comedy and he came out strong uh, in that tournament. And a couple great matches under his belt. So absolutely, I think that for a junior, uh, he's had a really great, he had a great run. He had a great couple of months. And I think, uh, you know, he definitely deserves. And even if you're into the comedy, you know, know, the stuff with Fuego, you know, if if you're into that stuff, he's he's probably one of the top guys. So uh, definitely, definitely in the mix for top junior of the year. Uh, Let's move on to Unsung Hero. Uh, the nominees for that are Michael Elgin, right? I think even as Intercontinental Champion, Michael Elgin and uh, has has is kind of under the radar a little bit. 
you know, look at his matches. He's had some great matches this calendar year. Yeah, he's in like uh, two uh, match of the year contenders in our uh, category. Yeah, I mean, a late injury doesn't help him, but um, yeah, I, I still think he doesn't get the, quite the, the the credit that he deserves. Even though, again, he, intercontinental champion for a long stretch, um, I just feel like he's it's it's hard for him to stand out in the packs, and I and I definitely think he's one of those unsung heroes um, in New Japan for this calendar year. Hiroki Goto. Look, he's the king of the unsung heroes, right? <laughs> yep. He's, I'll, he's... I'll, I'll, I'll be shocked if he doesn't win this. Chief Jay Goto, you know, uh, he's got a he's got a very very important role in the company, uh, and nothing screams unsung hero like Hiroki Goto. Uh, Ryusuke Taguchi. Yeah, I mean, listen, considering you know all that he did in those handful of months, and again, twelve months in a year, I get that, but. Those couple months were strong. That was a really strong showing and a, and a shocking showing to a lot of people because they weren't used to seeing that Rice of Uh Rocky Romero. Underrated, right? Absolutely think, underrated. Uh, a great wrestler, really. Yeah, and I think people I think people appreciate him more than his spot in the company, right? And the position in the company. Um consistently and constantly has great matches. Let me pump the brakes. Solid matchup, solid hand, a great learning tool, uh, a great uh, 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 coach, and and uh, uh, again, lower card, but always delivers in that spot. And last but not least, Yuji Nagata. Yeah, I mean, listen, I think he should be recognized. And I was on the fence, you know, is this a Nakanishi spot? Right. Because, again, a lot of people clamor about how at his age and 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 let's be honest, how hard he works, um, given the position on his shows on New Japan shows that he's deserving of that. Not. But I just felt Yuji Nagata was the guy that kind of he he's usually the spotlight. Excuse me, the 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 highlight in those tag matches. You know, he's usually the guy that you can really rely on in in those lower tag matches to deliver consistently and constantly night in and night out. Um, we were on the fence that last spot. We, we, we even talked about Liger for a little bit, you know, Dantaku, he had a four star match with Kushida. He did. Remember that? That's Jushin Liger at 50 something years old. We went with Nagata. So in that final spot. All right. Uh, next category, biggest disappointment of the year. Um, this was probably our most controversial internally. Yeah, we, we we had a lot of we went back and forth on this. I mean, I had uh, certain ideas for this. Damon had certain ideas on this, but we came to a uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? A consensus. Right, we came to a general consensus that these were were, were the most fitting. So uh, let's kick it off here with the Super J Cup. I think we can all agree upon that. Yeah, to me, that's that's my winner. Um, nothing had more excitement, more passion, more. Man, I can't wait for the summer. Then Super J Cup, we were we were all geared up, and then the show just, you know, in front of an empty building that they overvalued. You know, they overvalued the audience, and uh, from top to bottom, it was just the first night was better than the second night. Yep. Uh, but that second night really shit the bed, and uh, yeah, a huge disappointment. Uh, the New Japan Tag Team Vision, and this goes for both the heavyweight and the junior tag. Yeah, tag. I mean, I mean, mostly that heavyweight band, but 
it, it's just one of those d- divisions that we every year we sit here and hope and pray that it turns the corner and, and it gets a little spark and a little juice. But uh, again, another struggle, another struggle uh, with the tag belts. Uh, the the WWE rating New Japan Pro Wrestling at the beginning of the year. So this includes uh, AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura, um, Gallows and Anderson, Kota Ibushi. Yeah, I mean, look, you, you, you can't ignore it. It's it is what it is. I don't necessarily think it was the WWE rating as opposed to hey, you know, there was opportunity in, in a company to kind of be a bigger international star, and 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 that. I think that they are successful, uh, the people that, that left. You know, Kota Obushi is a bigger name. Um, and again, there's, you know, we, we all know the relationship with him in New Japan and Tiger Mask and wherever that's going, um, and his institute and all that, <laughs> whatever. Um, and, and Nakamura is, is a bigger international star, and Gallows and Anderson are bigger international stars. Uh, you, you can't lie and say that it's not a disappointment in January. The one thing is though, is that it did give new Japan the, the kick in the ass to create new stars, which I think they did look at who's headlining that Tokyo sure. dump opened up you the know, door for Kenny Omega. Naito. Naito. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so there is a silver lining in that while it is a disappointment to lose those quality guys. Um, the fact that it did open the door, it, 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 it definitely without question softens the blow. Uh, next nominee, um, Will Ospreay having no focus in New Japan Pro Wrestling, you know, coming in as as, as a ball of fire and then sort of uh, fizzling out. Yeah, it's been a weird year. Um, I don't think anybody would, and I think injuries have play a lot of uh, a factor in that. You know, I think, uh, I, you know, I, I, I think it absolutely has a factor. But if you look at where he was coming in, and where he is right now, where it's literally just six man tags, it is a disappointment. I don't, I don't think anybody would say that it's not. And it's not to say that Will Ospreay has is 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 you know lost a step as a wrestler or has lost lost a step in interest. Or I think fans are are, are fully still on the Will Ospreay wagon. It's just again uh, a little disappointing. Not a little bit. I think very disappointing where he is. And and again, I think there's a lot of factors in that. And I think injuries probably by and large play the biggest factor and the last nominee the continuing westernization of new japan pro wrestling a lot of people are passionate about this colin the ladder matches the uh the bullet club influence the ring of honor influence just just go to the classic board i know a lot of people on there uh aren't exactly thrilled yeah the billy gun the (laughs) you know there's oh you didn't know (laughs) we people know um so there is this underbelly and that you know they this western influence is getting a little much now again this is a company that uses a you know has a booker that is heavily influenced by a, an american style of pro wrestling right um and, and this is not to say that that new japan is turning into fucking memphis right but um yeah there are people that are passionate and and uh, understand and and see this westernization of New Japan and, and, and are not fans. Uh, for show of the year, we actually have six nominees. So uh, number one, Wrestle Kingdom 11. That's a no-brainer. I mean, we have three match of the year candidates from that show alone. So there you go. 
Um, we have we actually have two G one shows. Um, the both semifinals from August thirteenth and August fourteenth. Um, both shows. I mean, we were trying to pick one, and we just had to put both on there. Yeah, that's why we got six. We couldn't pick between the two semifinals. You know, uh, going through those lineups, they were <laughs> pretty amazing shows. So uh, both of them are on there. Your your Okada Tanahashi final and your uh, Omega Naito. Uh, King of Pro Wrestling. Yep, great show, right? I think we all can agree. We just came off of that. I think that deserves to be on there. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, Power struggle, which we just reviewed. Just reviewed, and and again, when we go through this show, every show was, every match was at least pretty good, minus the Bone Soldier bullshit. Um, I think this was a very strong show. I think it deserves to be in the mix. And Dominion from June. Good show, solid show. Nothing to complain about there as well. So, um, I know we're kind of pressed for time, so we wanted to wrap things up, but. Um, I think there's a lot we can choose from there for show of the year. Yep, and last two categories are write-ins, and they are, of course, readers, or excuse me, <laughs> listeners' favorite wrestler and listeners' least favorite wrestler. So those are going to be write-ins. Just write in your favorite and least favorite wrestler in New Japan, and uh, we'll tally them all up, and there you go. There you go. So those are the nominees. Again, they will be posted uh, this week. Uh, yeah, voting and, and hold yeah, off listen. on your votes until we actually post you know until we officially make the post ladies and gentlemen yeah i mean look if you're able to listen to the show and and figure out you know we wanted to go over the nominees here on the podcast uh you know if you if you've got pen and paper and you're quickly scribbling down and you know who you want to vote for and you send over the email okay fine i'm not going to kill right. you for that but honestly we want to get it up there on on our facebook page and on on our uh, twitter account just so um you have a point of reference you can go back and take a look and you know but again december 15th you're voting for the 3 again please last year we had people vote for one some people voted for two each category minus that favorite category yeah minus vote. the write-in uh, yeah vote, yep vote vote you're voting for your top three uh and again we do accept the write-ins i'm gonna say listen if you're giving me a write-in for match of the year yeah jesus christ come on <laughs> i'll give you 20 matches right? <laughs> 20 matches from. to pick from you mean to tell me your number three pick's not in there come on give me a break uh, we'll give you 20 matches. So do me a favor. Just keep it with that. I mean, you know, uh, but yeah, if you listen, if there's somebody that we missed that you feel passionate about, by all means, write in for your categories. I'm exhausted. Can we go home? I'm exhausted too. Yes, we are going to go home, Damon. So uh, that is probably going to be a post on NewJapanPuroCast.com. And like, I, like we said, we're going to share that on Facebook, Twitter. So you're going to have access to all the nominees and the email address is going to be up there and the whole bit. So just visit NewJapanPuroCast.com for uh, all of your PuroCast needs. Everything's up there. Facebook, Twitter, our RSS feed, uh, Stitcher, iTunes, the whole bit. You can also listen to us on Voices of Wrestling. Dot com. I'm sure that uh, the uh, the fine folks over there, uh, Rich, I'm, I'm sure they'll be kind enough to uh, post the uh, PuroCast year-end awards there as well. So uh, keep an eye out for it there. And uh, next week is probably going to be a bit of, little bit of a compilation show since, Damon, you are, you are ready to head off to uh, Australia and Bali. Bali. Yes, uh, I'm excited. Listen, uh, I, we'll probably have a best of next week, uh, our first, um, which is uh, kind of exciting. And because we have so much material we could just leaf through. Um, 
And then it's, yeah, it's Sydney and Melbourne. Again, guys, as a reminder, please come out, see me. Don't make this be like a lonely Virgil situation. <laughs> <laughs> Right, I don't. Just somebody show up, please. I'm gonna give you a fucking autograph to hone my t-shirt. Um, Sydney, Monday, November fourteenth, five to eight. Old Growler, two eighteen William Street, Melbourne. We're coming out Friday, November eighteenth. The Turf Bar, one thirty one Queen Street. Please come out, say hi. I'm very antisocial. I can't believe I'm even doing this. Um, but we can enjoy an alcoholic beverage or 12, uh, talk a little pro wrestling. I'll give you a couple things. We'll have fun. We'll take some pictures. We'll touch each other inappropriately. It'll be a wonderful oh. time <laughs> in Sydney and in Melbourne. Come see me. I cannot wait for this trip. I'm super excited. So, uh, again, please, if you can come out and see me. All right, so like we said, next week probably a best of show, and then we should be back live on Sunday the twentieth to talk from uh, Bali. <laughs> from, live <laughs> from Bali. Live from Bali to talk a little World Tag League action. So on that note, for Damon McDonald, my name is Colin Miller. Keep your eyes out for those year-end awards, and we will talk to you very soon. Have a good week, everyone. People have gathered around ideas since the beginning of time. Each successful collaboration pushing innovation forward, building a stronger future. Motorist Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance have combined decades of experience to create an even better one-stop shop for agents and policyholders. Encircling businesses and individuals with coverage at every step in life's journey. We are now in Cova Insurance.